0: and and you're
1: listening
0: to showbizmonkeys.com your name comes up as asterix it's pretty
1: cute oh really oh that's fun Do i you, wonder it's probably you know, the recording equipment no
0: oh it's it's funny like instead of a number it just literally says the word spelled out asterisk (laughs) and it looks adorable um
1: so i'm i'm happy with that though yeah it's very cute um how are you how have you been dealing with uh covid
0: oh i'm good you say how have i been dealing
1: well you know whatever I'm, i'm just really interested in uh comedians and how they've been dealing with it in their routine are you doing a lot of uh COVID shows, uh, uh <laughs> shows or have you just yeah. learned other skills?
0: Um yeah, no, I'm doing a few I'm doing a few shows here and there, nothing like um, you know, the pace I would be doing if they were live shows. Um, like literally maybe one show a week I jump on. Um but I started doing my own, in September, I started doing my own monthly Zoom shows. I had done a couple of, like, bigger headlining type of shows and really enjoyed it. And then um, I kind of thought, I'd, I'd like to, like, learn all the technology and figure out how to do it on my own. So um, in September, I kicked off a monthly Zoom show. So I'm doing that now. It's super fun. It's called Deanne Smith and Acquaintances. And it's just a chance for me to, like, do, you know, at least a half hour of new material every month and have something to kind of build towards in that way.
1: Right. Is there is there any major curveballs? I mean, tech issues probably aside or...
0: Not yet. I mean, a weird thing about doing the Zoom shows is that I kind of realized early on and, and was told by, uh, certain people watching that I'm a bit of a natural with performing to the camera, which I didn't, I wasn't ready for, but it's like, I just really easily adapted to the new medium. You know, it, like, on stage a lot of times, it's like I'm leaning into the audience or I'm using my body or I'm, you know, doing whatever to, to emphasize a point and, um in, the Zoom shows and the online shows, it's just about kind of working with the camera. So I find myself being really goofy and like really mugging, you know, and I'll like <laughs> kind of slide in and out of frame or pop up into the camera and go away and, you know, go, I just kind of use it, um, as much as I can to make things funnier and to, to, you know, make more emphasis on points. And so I'm kind of a- enjoying adapting to it.
1: I love your dog, Rudy, on, uh, all of your social media. Is is Rudy uh, making more of a prominent spot in the Zoom?
0: <laughs> well, you know, Rudy's always sleeping in her little bed when I'm doing my show, so usually she makes an appearance at the end. Uh, I'll tilt the camera down and let everybody have a little peek at Rudy. But, uh, you know, she went, she went with me everywhere in the old days when I traveled all the time. She was never far away, um, and so her life hasn't changed too much, except that we are together even more than we used to be. So instead of being together 20 hours a day we're together 24 hours a
1: day yeah that was one thing when i was researching because uh you and i have talked in real life a little bit just living in toronto around comedy bar but uh yeah like i didn't realize you were born in america you're living in the states now you're uh you've had all this success in australia so is this the most you've been in one place in a long time
0: Uh, Oh yeah, absolutely, and that's really um, insightful of you to notice. I I I realized that about five months in. I was like, oh my god, I've literally never slept in the same bed for this many days in a row um, in the past, you know, fourteen years of doing comedy. So um, that's been a change to be to be so grounded in the same place.
1: Have you enjoyed that, or has that given you a lot of anxiety?
0: Well, you know, there's a lot to enjoy about it. It, it is kind of nice to have to have slowed down and be able to take stock of things. It is also weird. I mean, it's just it's just different from from how life was before. And I can't right. say that not moving around has given me anxiety because anxiety is in the air and it's hard to know exactly mm-hmm. where it's coming from these days. Um, That's true. I would, yeah, I would much rather, you know, be grounded and face, feel safe from, um, you know, infectious disease. Then, um, then, be, then be moving about. I, I've had some offers to, to headline shows and go to different clubs that are open and I'm like, no, thank you. Absolutely not, not now.
1: Well, I'm just kind of interested because, I mean, you've got all these interesting things about you, but I'm also a kid that like moved around a lot. And so I'm just mm. interested in, because of this, has this really given you a strong sense of other in your life? either before or after you started comedy.
0: Oh, that's interesting. You mean moving around so much?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you also kind of identify as uh, more gender fluid. I didn't want to call you mm-hmm. gentleman elf out of context for <laughs> someone that doesn't know your Netflix special. You know, so you might be used to a sense of other, but I just also found the moving very interesting.
0: Yeah, it's true. I, you know, I always kind of feel like an alien, um, wherever I am. And that's been a bit of a consistent thing in my life. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, like even in my family, I just kind of felt like, okay, who are these people? Why am I so different from them? Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. I think like gender could be a huge piece of it. Um, you know, being clear is a piece of it. Um, you know, uh, I think comedians are inclined to see the world in a slightly different way from the people around, around them. So that's, that's part of it. Um, and when I was always traveling for comedy, uh, a positive way of looking at it is that, you know, I had the opportunity to dip in and out of all these various comedy scenes. You know, like I, I'm really connected to the scene in Australia. I'm connected to the scene mm-hmm. in Montreal, Toronto, you know, LA a little bit. That's just starting. But on the other hand, it's, I never really feel like I have you know, a comedy home or like a real, you know, real deep roots in any community. So that, that can be a positive or a negative, really.
1: Well, because I know George Carlin said that if you go to an audience and just tell like local sports jokes, they'll laugh, but they won't remember you. The trick is to kind of take mm. them on a journey. And what I really like about any time I've seen you is it's almost like you're inviting people to a party with you. You're kind of like, this is other, this is weird, isn't it fun? Come with me on this thing. And I was just wondering if that was a conscious choice, if you had like a manifesto going in or...
0: No, I, I love, that's a really uh, lovely way of of seeing things and a, I, I thank you so much for that. It's really generous and, and how I will think about it. Um, I, ha- I haven't necessarily consciously thought about it as inviting the audience to a party, but I, I have consciously thought that um, you know, I need to be having fun on stage for anybody else to be having fun. So I guess, I guess I do kind of think of it as an invitation. It's like, regardless of audience reaction, I am going to be having a good time. So it's like, uh, yeah, if you want to join me in that good time, you are more than welcome, you know. And if you don't want right. to, well, yeah. I'm sorry. And hopefully you'll like the next act better. But I, I guess I've, I've, I have noticed that I never really do stuff that's too local because, um, you know, I started in Montreal, um, mm. and was really easily able to translate my act to Australia and and everywhere else because it was never, it was never like uh, geographically grounded. Um, it was always just more about, you know, what's going on in my world or stuff I'm thinking about, mm-hmm. my take on things, which travels pretty
1: well. Well, that's something I noticed too while I've been like reviewing clips of like earlier in your career versus now is uh, you, you've always been a very silly and lighthearted person but I noticed by the time we get to the Netflix special, which is great, by the way, and people should look it up and, and all that good plug stuff, but uh, there's so much more of a, a point of view in the jokes you're making by that time. Like, it's, come to the party, and by the way, did you know about this? And mm, I just yeah, wondered if a... that was a conscious choice or something that happened with A?
0: Yeah, no, definitely a conscious choice. Like, I've always considered... um you know doing comedy is such a weird thing and, and and I I've always considered why am i the only one in this room talking <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. there are however many people in this room yeah. i'm the only one with a microphone on stage with lights i better make it count you know i've never i've never just taken for granted that like i should be talking and everyone should be listening it's like if i'm <laughs> going to be talking i want to have something that feels to me at least like important to say or feels necessary to say um because, you know, everybody in that room is smart. Everybody in that room has a perspective and a story. Um, why should everybody shut up and listen to me? So I do I do take that into account. And especially with the Netflix special, which felt like until that moment in my career, um, you know, the oppor- the biggest opportunity I was going to have to reach the most amount of people. So I really mm-hmm. did consider what, you know, what do I want to say? What message do I want to get out there? What's important to me?
1: Well, and, and the other thing and... Uh, this may be on the shallower end of things, but I love your sense of fashion on stage, not just because it's so you, but I always find that when comedians go up on stage, like what you're wearing is the first impression of mm. you. And I just wondered like, cause I love what you're wearing during the Netflix special. It's very fun, but also just very fashionable and i just wondered if you were always thinking about you know what is the first impression i'm making how am i selling myself or this is just your closet.
0: oh um i have you know i do consider that um in when i'm on off stage i mean i'm always just in like a black t-shirt and jeans and it's another yeah it's another consideration of why am i the only one talking it's like everyone's going to have to be looking at me let me try let me mm-hmm. try to at least like look interesting um uh yeah, the Netflix thing was funny. I, I just had this like um kind of wacky pink leopard print jacket and I didn't really feel that it was in fashion. I think one thing I was trying to avoid was um having something that would be dated too quickly. So mm-hmm. I think it might, I, and I don't know if I nailed it or not, but my idea was to just pick something that wasn't really in fashion. It wasn't was never in fashion, was not in fashion at the moment. And so probably wouldn't go out of fashion. <laughs> I was just like, let me pick something yeah. that uh, is comfortable for me to move in and interesting to look at.
1: No, it's great. I wish I had that jacket. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, another thing I noticed you talk about, uh, definitely a bit more in the Netflix special is you have, uh, more depression jokes and talking about, uh, being on medication and things like that. And, um, Again, I'm in the same boat. So I just, uh, I'm always fascinated by, um, when you started taking medication, which, by the way, take medication, yay medication, uh, did it change the way creativity happened in your brain? And did you have to kind of retrain yourself for your process at all?
0: Um, I didn't. And I think by the time I got on meds, it was just, so necessary um, that, you know, how it would affect my creativity or anything. It wasn't even a consideration for me. It was literally like what I needed to do to survive. So um, I think by the time I was taking meds, I didn't have much of a process anymore or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just in such such a low place that what, what meds enabled me to do, and I'm not, I'm not on them at the moment, um, but what it enabled me to do was literally just... just do the things that you that you know help depression and that you that you can do without meds like you know get a proper amount of sleep talk to your friends journal exercise um you know eat well there's, there's certain things that that can support you when you're feeling depressed but that when you are truly in one of those episodes you can't even get the energy to do you don't even have the perspective to know that you can do those things yeah well, anyway I feel like I'm rambling but so it wasn't you know, whether no, or not no, I no. be creative wasn't even, that was like a next level of <laughs> achievement to unlock. Um
1: Yeah. No, that's so important. And I guess kind of tying into that and my, my questions about travel is because you're doing it so much, is there anything you do for yourself to give yourself a sense of home wherever you go or even just a healthy routine when you're on the road or...
0: Yeah, I mean, and it all seems so far away now because I haven't I haven't traveled in so long. But I really do okay. love running, and um, that's something that's pretty easy to do anywhere you are, right? Just need like a uh, some shorts and some nice shoes. Um, mm. So you know, if I'm at a hotel, if I'm able to jump on the treadmill, or if I'm able to get outside and and run a little bit, that really helps me feel a sense of routine and gives me. You know, gives me a little mental health boost, which is great. And also, I, tra- I travel with my dog, so she inevitably gives yeah. me routine because, you know, I'm taking her out and feeding her, mm-hmm. and she has little rhythms to her life that I have to stick with as well. Um, so she gives me a little sense of, of routine and comfort and home as well.
1: Ah, that's adorable. And and great yeah. and healthy. Um, okay, yeah. I've got one more for you, and then I'll let you get on with your life. Sure. But I was just wondering, because... As I was researching this and finding all these things I didn't know about you and uh, have never brought up with you, you're going to be in conversation with Hannah Gatsby, who, if to me, to be believed, you've known each other for quite a while. Um, uh-huh. And I was just wondering, because like, the best advice I ever got about being invited on the road with other comics is be able to talk about something other than comedy, which is why I had never asked you these questions before, I guess. But so I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. for someone you've known that long, have you been researching and finding out all these things? Or has it been, is it hard to find new things to talk about that other people oh, that's funny. would get?
0: No, um I'm not researching anything <laughs> before our conversation. Uh there are a lot of things we don't know about each other. So I came up with this really goofy idea for how we should structure our conversation. Um I have this little deck of cards called speed dating cards and they're literally for like when you go on dates with people you don't know what else to talk about. And um oh, that's so great. Um yeah, I'm going to I I I I floated it by Hannah and she said she thought it was really funny. So we're going to, I'm going to pull some cards from this deck and we're going to like ask and answer each other these questions um, and see what we can get to know about each other that we haven't already discovered in 10 years.
1: I love that. That's such a great idea. I should get that for every comedy card. should just have a deck of those cards.
0: Yeah. I think it'll be really fun. So, (laughs) and and it might be awkward too, which is, which is, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, great comedy. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah. That's fun for everyone else.
0: Yeah, I think so,
1: too. Thank you so much for doing this. And, uh, you know, have a good rest of your day. And uh, I'm excited to see what will happen during the conversation.
0: Thank you. Yeah, me, too. Um, Thanks for chatting with me. It was nice to catch up with you a little
1: bit.